Sierra Jameson, a young black woman, lost her life in an act of violence. Her accused murderer, Lawrence Boyle, had been familiar with Sierra for years before their fateful encounter. It all began when Sierra pulled into a garage to park her Jeep on the 7800 block of South Indiana Avenue. Little did she know Boyle was waiting inside. He thought she was armed with a gun, but upon realizing Sierra was unarmed, Boyle's rage took over. Prosecutors allege he strangled Sierra until she went limp, a heartbreaking crime made even worse because Sierra had appeared on Chicago CBS affiliate WBBM-TV to discuss the dangers black women face with violent crimes. Join us as we explore this senseless tragedy and what can be done to help prevent such acts from occurring. A jury heard Boyle strangle Jameson with his hands, took her cell phone, and then covered her lifeless body with a green tarp. Jameson's brother testified in court that he had seen Boyle leave the garage after her disappearance, saying she had thrown her cell phone at him and left for the store. When Jameson's mother entered the garage, what she discovered under the tarp will haunt her forever. Prosecutor Rogers reminded the judge of what happened in this heinous crime. He used his two hands to suffocate the life out of someone he was in a dating relationship with. Jameson, an innocent victim of violence, had already suffered through an attempted carjacking and spoke to investigative journalist Dorothy Tucker last year about violence against black women in Chicago. Now, tragedy has struck again. They murdered Jameson when the segment was almost ready to go to air. She had just celebrated her 30th birthday and left behind a young son with no mother. Tucker remembered the interview she had with Jameson and spoke about how she wanted her story heard, of what it's like to be a black woman today living in fear. Tucker, a black woman herself, emphasized that Jameson's death underscores the significance of recounting this tale to highlight the plight of black women worldwide. This amplified the weight of this segment even more. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to present you with this clip of Sierra's last interview, along with some coverage about her tragic death from CBS News, Chicago. Let us take a moment to pay our respects to the memory of Sierra Jameson. May she rest in peace. Be loved and be safe, everyone. This is Samantha Paul. And my Jeep, my Wrangler, that was something for a gift for myself because I know how hard I work for it. I know how many sacrifices I've done for my family, my son, because he's been through a lot. My son had open eye surgery. He has a disability, so he means a lot to me. And I'm not finna let this young man with a knife at that take anything I work hard away from me. Police wouldn't confirm whether there is a person of interest, but right now no one is in custody connected to Jameson's death. We do know family is preparing a memorial service in honor of her that's set for this evening at 6.30. Reporting outside of CPD headquarters, I'm Marissa Perlman, CBS 2 News. Now we want to bring in CBS 2 investigator Dorothy Tucker, who, as you heard, interviewed this woman just one month ago. Dorothy, you first reached out to Sierra Jameson because you were specifically looking for black women who had been victims of violence, violence, I crime. Mean, Erica, talk about an irony here. Right. You know, working on a story about black women being the number one victims of so many crimes. And because of that, um, I reached out to Sierra and asked would she share her story because she was the victim of an attempted carjacking. Right. And I gotta tell you, I felt like she was so strong, 
willing to share her story, that takes a lot to say, I'm going to go on television and tell you what happened. And when I met this woman, what I really felt was that she was somebody who was so convicted, so, you know, in her resolve to protect what she worked so hard for. Right. You know, her young son, she mentioned. Her young son, you know, six years old. Um, she's, she's a beautiful, beautiful young woman. When you watched us replay that clip of you speaking with her, you were shaking your head. So what are some of the reflections that you've been feeling? You know, I found out about this yesterday, uh, you know, like so many other people, mm -hmm. and I, I'm numb. Sure. You know, I have to admit, I'm just numb. This has never happened to me before. I've never had a story where I've interviewed somebody and then, you know, a month or so later, they, they're, they're dead, you know? Uh, and, and I know you say, I, I talked to her that one time, but I actually talked to her a few times because oh, leading when, up. when you get ready to yes. set up a story, yes. you, know, you have to develop a relationship with that person because, you know, I'm asking her to do something that is really outside of her character and you have to convince them that they have to get trust for you, you know, so we had created just a, a little bit of a bond mm -hmm. that said, I hear you, you know, and she wanted to be able to say, let me tell people what it's like to be a black woman right. today and fearful so many times. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, you're talking about a story where you're talking about somebody who is a victim of crime and then something like this happens. If this is not the ultimate right. of what we're talking about and the importance of us doing the story mm -hmm. to talk about what happens to black women, yeah. you know, this, this is it. This yeah. is the example. And now this young boy without his mother. This is No Tears for Black Girls, a true crime podcast with a purpose. Don't miss out on our weekly revelations that the mainstream won't share this Thursday and every Thursday thereafter. Tune in to any podcast streaming service to hear stories you won't believe.